Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Sunday, July the 8th, 2012, or 2012, or whatever we like to call it. This is episode number 79 of Timberwolves Explosion. We are back. Joey and the forecaster, Paladino and the forecaster are back. Rock and roll to talk Timberwolves basketball and, well, free agency, draft, off-season news across the great divide of the NBA and, of course, our beloved Minnesota Timberwolves. There's been a lot of activity going on. But first and foremost, Timberwolves Explosion is available on the thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. Thank you again also very much. So, yeah. There's been a lot of activity across the league. Of course, we have the draft to review a little bit. Not that the Wolves had too much to go on. So we won't talk too much about the draft. Yeah. (laughs) We can kind of start across the NBA in a sense. But I guess before even free agency and before the draft, the Timberwolves traded the 18th pick to Houston for, uh, let's see, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Chase Buttinger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who again? No. Exactly. Yeah. Second round pick out of, uh, out of, uh, for, excuse me, for the Houston Rockets. And this is getting to be a very, very, (laughs) very common theme for the David Kahn era with the Timberwolves in the draft, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Anytime we don't have a pick in the top ten, it gets traded away. Every single time. I'm sorry to complain so much, but it's like, ah, you know, it gets a little bit goofy. Uh, yeah, Ray Rice White would not have been available or anything, but, yeah, you know, there were some okay players there. The million-dollar question is, was is Chase Buttinger better than what we could have got there? Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. Well, I would have liked to have taken the, uh, the center with that 18th pick. Yeah, that's the, I mean, it, it would certainly help because... Well, we don't really, outside of Pekovic, we don't really have yeah. one. Or a, <laughs> a shot blocker. Mm-hmm, because, yeah, nobody on the roster really right now blocks shots. Uh, uh, the other Wolves news, we're kind of going to be bouncing around, of course, like we always do, but uh, being it's like the current for Timberwolves free agents, before we get into the you know NBA Timberwolves free agent deal, like actually bringing people in, the current Wolves free agents, uh, Michael Beasley and Anthony Randolph were uh, their, their options were declined. They're unrestricted free agents now. Yeah, so that's where the deal is. The only guy that really was a true shot blocker on the roster is a free agent. And that's yeah. Anthony Randolph. Aren't you excited? Uh, uh, somewhat <laughs> darko, but oh, that's right, he did. Yeah, but he might injure his uh, he might injure his abdomen though trying to block a shot. Remember? Yeah. Remember that? Yes, he might get tired. Because <laughs> he, he didn't even try to stay in shape. Like, he didn't even attempt to stay in shape. That's sad, isn't it? That just shows you uh, the guy has no heart. It's like, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, what's his name? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight should take Darko aside one day and pull out the chalk and draw a heart on the chalkboard and say... You don't know what this is because you don't have it. <laughs> you don't have one, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Darko has no heart whatsoever. You got Fab Mello. He was available. 22nd went to Boston. There's your center, Marcus. There's your center. <laughs> He's got quite the wingspan, huh? 
Yeah, we definitely could have uh, used him. He's awfully young, but you never know. He's got that nine foot two reach, Fab Mello. It just sounds like a nickname, doesn't it? But it's yeah, actually it is. <laughs> doesn't it though? Yeah, it, does. it sounds like a, a nickname for Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, he's Fab Mello, man. No, it's a guy from uh, yeah, it's a very young guy named Fab Mello, who is uh, number twenty-two pick for the. Uh, yeah, that would have been a good, a decent shot blocker. So right you know? now, it, if we get Batum, mm-hmm. it's like Chase is. is he will be taking up uh, Williams' playing time. That's small forward. Mm-hmm. We take it up. Yeah, Derek Williams, because he's still here, and you got Batum. Yeah, we, or not Batum yet, but we're trying. Yeah, Yeah, and we, we don't have a uh, backup center. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we won't, because Darko shouldn't be here. Yeah, because we do not have a backup center at all, because Darko is probably going to be amnesty, because it's like, what else, what else can we do unless we throw him into a... Uh, I guess it's his reach, not his wingspan. Is nine two, by the way. His wingspan seven three. This being Fab Mello, but yeah, there's no, uh, there is no backup center on the roster because Darko is not going to be here no matter what happens. There's just no way, you know. Yeah. Boy, they're getting detailed in these <laughs> in these drafts. Player metrics. That's kind of cool. That's like right there in front of you nowadays. Um, yeah, Fab Mello. Unfortunately, there's one thing about Fab Mello that I do not like whatsoever, and you know what it is. And what is that? Can you guess? It's the jersey he wore in college. Yeah, it's very orange. Very orange. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I see where that, <laughs> yeah, where that got us. Yes. And remember how it's like, oh, the last thing. Remember that one <laughs> night when we were like, Wesley Johnson, oh, that's the last thing we need is another Syracuse Orangeman. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we were wrong. Johnson was awesome, you know, when he was a rookie. And then the next year... <laughs> Next year he makes Corey Brewer look like uh, makes Corey Brewer look like Mike Tyson, you know, out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it, it is like the real Mike Tyson, not the crazy one that sucks. Yeah, the real one. Yeah, it's uh, it didn't. It's that's that strike two right there for Syracuse and the Wolves. So that's the one good thing about not getting Fab Mello, but other stuff would have been kind of nice. That might have been a decent pick at, at 18, maybe, if you're looking for a backup center. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think we need it. Yeah. A shot-blocking center, potentially, or, of course, the, a shooting guard. And I guess we kind of got one in uh, Buttinger. Yeah, but seeing as how Lee, uh, well, he wasn't free agent at the time, but hmm? now that Lee's well, a free agent. Talking about Courtney, right? Yeah, Courtney Lee. Excuse me, Courtney Lee. Um, yeah, we definitely should have uh, signed a trade with him, maybe. It's possible. I mean, it still could happen, too. It's it's still a possibility with Courtney, but mm, you never know. I, th- I think if he would have said, you know what, well, I'm leaving. Yeah. We could at oh, least give that. him the 18th pick. Cause I think we, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yep. We got the bad end of the deal with that. Yeah, I see what you mean there. Yeah, I mean, that was that could have been a, an, an option. Yeah, yeah especially definitely. if the purpose is to get Dwight. Mm-hmm. It should be like, you know, we, we should have more leverage. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you want Dwight, don't you? You want to replace Hakeem? Okay, yeah. well, you're going to have to give us Courtney. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been perfect. We could have focused on um, Batum then. or mm-hmm. Batum is definitely a guy that we want, you can yeah. tell. Yeah. And... You know, it's like, we, I don't think either of us view him as this all-star, but he's very good. But Batum, that is Nicholas yeah. Batum, and yes, he's on the offer sheet thing, and <laughs> we 
one little mini rant, you know, is there probably mm, anything else you want to say about the draft or the first before I... Um, no, no, that's about it. Yeah, because the draft, pretty nondescript. This was, oh yeah, final take. This is the most boring draft I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was like, we were like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah, it was no, <sighs> no moves. Oh, so boring. There was like two trades the whole draft, yeah. like across the league. Yeah. And they were like, ah, it's this guy for that guy. Wait, wait, who again? You know? It's not like it's this big, massive, you know, like the third pick for the seventh pick, you know, and, and uh, you know, and sign and trade or something, you know, something very dramatic. There was absolutely nothing. And we did the probably the least research this draft than we've done in I don't know how many years because we yeah. knew they're going to trade the pick. Yeah. So we pretty much said, eh, you know. We, we just kind of went with the names we're familiar with, like Harrison Barnes and stuff, and yeah, I think we both are like Golden State looks pretty good coming out of the draft. For, oh yeah, for once, no, <laughs> they're pretty good, huh? Yeah, it was. Harrison Barnes, and they got that uh, Green. I keep forgetting his name. I I kept calling him like Daryl Green. It's not Daryl. It's uh, it's not. I don't think it's Damian either. It's, but I think we both like him. We just got the. We just can't seem to get the name right. Draymond Green. That's his name. Out of Michigan State, he's got some potential. I think Golden State's looking good coming out of the draft, but uh, other than that, that, that was one hell of a boring <laughs> draft. Yeah, I it think. Was. Oh, we couldn't. We could. We were literally both of us fell asleep. Actually, yeah, we were thinking like something's got to happen. Yeah, and like nothing did. It was very boring. I mean, I know certain teams probably had some fun during the draft, like Golden State. You know, yeah, Festus. That's the other guy you liked. We were talking about off air. Yeah, Golden State got Festus, Barnes, Harrison Barnes slipping at number seven, and they get Draymond Green, who we both seem to like. He's kind of a Craig Smith type. Not bad. <laughs> kind of think Golden State's the winner so far. Just from early impressions, you know, as we like to say. But with that, as we, mm, yeah, probably nothing more to go on the draft. We can kind of shift to the league-wide free agency. You have... Um, Steve Mash, Steve Mash, yeah, might as well be Steve Nash, mashing in L.A. Yeah, he's going to the Lakers for a couple of first round picks. Not bad for L.A. Yeah, I was surprised with that one. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. No more surprise than uh, Ray Allen to the Heat. Ray Allen to the Heat is another big one. Yeah, another big one. You hate it. I do. <laughs> you hate it, don't you? I do. Ah, uh, yep. And I'm I'm neutral on it. Oh, but go ahead. No. The first game, uh, I, 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 I'm thinking thinking about the crowd, mm-hmm. and it's probably gonna be like five people there to clap for him and the rest boo because of the mm-hmm. way he did it. You know, getting half mm-hmm. and going to the heat. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he went to the Heat. He just kind of turned his back on Boston in a way, didn't yeah. he? And I guess supposedly the whole supposedly it's some type of like infighting with Rajon Rondo, but yeah, that's kind of a yeah, it's a sad ending to what was kind of a fun group there. Something else about uh, courting uh, Garnett first. Hmm? What happened with Garnett? Or? Just courting him first, uh, getting him uh, on, on the contract first before him. Mm. Kinda you like got offended he, by it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's kind of you would have to get Garnett first. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, which guy really contributed more to the Boston's run right. this postseason? Yeah, and at the same Garnett. time, it's kind of like, okay, no, no, no disrespect to you. We're going to get to you because we definitely want you here. But let's, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Let's get him under control first. Because yeah. we know he's greedy. Yeah, he's that's the other thing. Oh my god. Yeah, Garnett, seriously, Kevin, come on. You know, I mean yeah. the guy it seems like he just wants to squeeze every penny he can get possibly through his NBA career. Yeah. I mean that was one thing I was thinking. A lot of people were like, Well, well Garnett's playing so well this year because he's he's finally healthy. To me it's like, no, 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 it's his contract year. <laughs> and I was thinking yeah. that the whole time, like, wait a minute, it's his contract year. <laughs> I mean, I, I re- you know, conveniently, yes, Kevin, you got healthy at the right time, didn't you? Very convenient. Still winds up with $13 million a year when he's 36 years old. Which, yes. Come on, you know. Too much. Yeah. It's like, come on, you're not, yeah. I mean, Shaq made ridiculous money, but that's partially because the contract was so long from, like, way earlier in his career, but... It seems like, oh, you need cap space? Well, you still got it. Well, you got to pay me first. Then you can worry about your cap space. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how Garnett's been since the beginning, isn't he? Yeah. Since 97, when he signed the $125 million contract. Excuse me, I'm having trouble breathing again. <laughs> Always coughing or burping or something. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I shouldn't even say that. But, yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting offseason so far. Dwight Howard has not been traded yet. But... But the New Jersey Nets are and the Hawks and all of them have been active. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's going to the Nets. But hearing about the Hawks having, uh, because uh, he is uh, best friends, supposedly best friends with uh, Josh Smith. Oh, Dwight. So, yeah, yeah. So there's that too. That he might go, and he's from there, from Atlanta. Oh yeah, it's true. So, yeah, that's still a possible destination. It looks like, as of right this moment, uh, it sounds, seems like the whole, and I call them New Jersey Nets, sorry about that, Rusty, of uh, the crossover, the Brooklyn Nets, excuse me, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets are now, are now like, on the verge of something, it sounds like, with, uh, literally, as we speak, like, it's happening right now with Cleveland, the three-team trade, but, yeah, I mean, Atlanta is clearly uh, trying to do what the Minnesota Wild and the Miami Heat did the la- in the NBA and NHL the last three years. Clear up a trillion dollars in cap space to try to make a big run for multiple people, or at least one big one. Um, because Joe Johnson's $122 million contract is now on the Brooklyn Nets. Um, hmm. Uh, so that possibility does still exist, yet now I guess the uh, the Nets possibly could be trying to form their little super team with Joe Johnson. Uh, Darren Williams has re-signed. He said that Joe Johnson acquisition was a huge reason why he's re-signed with Brooklyn. And now Dwight Howard, as we speak, could be nearing his, uh, nearing his way to the subway town <laughs> in, you know, Brooklyn, New York. Yes, sir. Trying to say it's a me Mario in Brooklyn. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yep, it's uh, that sounds like that's exactly where he wants to go. That yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. You'd think he wouldn't would at least consider the yeah. thought of it. Yeah. And they had Dikembe Mutombo, no, <laughs> another big name center at the time. You know, in Dikembe's career, went to Atlanta from Denver. Yeah, I would. I, would, I think I would rather play in Atlanta mm-hmm. with that team. Yeah, than the Nets. I would. I don't know. I've, me, I've always kind of been a semi. Well, not really closet. You know, you in my videos on YouTube, you'd always see me with a retro Hawks hat on because I love the logo and the feel of the Dominique era. But yeah, Atlanta's kind of a cool, kind of a cool place. And again, sorry, Rusty, but I've, yeah, I mean the Nets to me just have not really been the most exciting 
team over over a long long period of time, except for the little NBA Finals runs they had back in 03, 02-03. I guess now, though, it's the whole Brooklyn thing and the kajillion dollar owner, the richest owner in the league. Yeah. Prokey, as they could call him. Yeah, sure. He, Pro crop. Yep. Yeah, well, wouldn't mind slipping some money on the table. <laughs> Prokey, yep. <laughs> the owner, yeah, definitely. Some bonuses in the contract. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Dwight, we're going to make you an offer you cannot refuse. Okay, sorry, because the Russian, you know. Yeah, the Russian mafia, there you go. Okay, now I just got myself in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, Joey, better edit that out. No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that possibility is getting closer and closer. He, he must be intrigued by the Brooklyn market, I guess. I guess. I mean, he's the most obnoxious mm-hmm. SOB in the league. Dwight Howard. So who do you... I'm kind of neutral on LeBron just because, I, I don't know, I've, I've liked the Heat since uh, since Dwayne got there about eight years ago and all of them came in the league. But right now, it's because I know you have a big disdain for LeBron and Dwight. Like, who do you dislike the most between those two? Um, I'm not going to, like... Mm-hmm. I would have to say uh, it's the different types of, of uh, <laughs> different of people. Yeah, they're really different. Um, really different. LeBron just came out and embarrassed everybody mm-hmm. in his hometown and just said it. Yeah, taking my talent. Dwight got a couple guys fired. Yeah, you know it's it's yeah. It's like they both kind of did the finger to, to yeah. lots of people. Yeah, so way they did it. Um, LeBron feels entitled to stuff. I don't, I don't think Dwight does. Yeah, whereas Dwight uh, is just kind of, I don't know what to think of it. It's like, I want to leave, but I don't want to leave, but I want to leave, but I don't want to leave. But when we all know he's going to. Yeah, he's <laughs> a big, big kid. Yeah, Dwight? It, yeah, and it's going to mm. get worse because it's like he wants to be liked. Yeah. Like, for instance, during the, uh, during the playoffs, he play, act like he was... Uh, you know, like Clark Kent. Oh, yeah, a few years ago, yeah, yep, was, back in okay, 09. He used to be a lot more serious oh. in this, so trying to crack jokes right now. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Yeah, it, it, I don't <laughs> know. Was that, that what was Lane thing, too, you were talking I, about? I, I think it might uh. be uh, LeBron, because he, he's, it's like he knows better, but he mm-hmm. just doesn't care. Dwight is just screwing people over. I, I think Dwight, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm. With me, it's Dwight. Yeah, because I, I just hate phony people. You know, I hate phonies. You know, like more than anything. Just like, uh, just like Ma- uh, the guy who looks a lot like Mario. By the way, that's the guy who should be coaching Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> Mister, so? uh, no, oh, I, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course not. I'm just teasing. Because <laughs> I mean, you think of him in Brooklyn, even though he's not like a New Yorker, he just looks like one. Uh, Stan, Stan Van Gundy, no. He looks like Mario, but uh, we all like to say the Super Van Gundy brothers. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean Dwight or Jeff, excuse me, I can't talk. Stan Van Gundy said the thing he's most most uh, afraid of is is bull bull bleep bull crap. <laughs> Obviously, said the whole thing. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel too, because Dwight, it's just a bunch of bull. Where behind the scenes, like yeah, we uh, we gotta get rid of this coach. We're not getting anywhere. We have to get rid of him. 
And then behind the camera, and then in front of the camera, oh, you know, Stan's a good coach. Yeah, I'd never say anything like that about him. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I'll just say it. Yeah, it's like bullshit, Dwight. <laughs> Come on, you know. <laughs> well, nice. That one. <laughs> it's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of hooey, really. To be honest, that's a different word. But well, there we go on Dwight again. Another Dwight rant, right? Uh, and LeBron. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's attitude improved, I think, in the postseason a little bit versus last year when he was basically like, he just basically came out and said, oh, well, you know, you can say all this mean stuff about me, but guess what? I'm going back to my good Julian Dollar life, and you're going back to your, oh yeah, you know, 9 to 5, if if 9 to 5, you know, a crappy shift shift job, maybe third, third shift or second shift or something. Yeah. That's that was really bad. Like that was the worst thing you could say to your fans. Yeah, I'm sure his handlers <laughs> got to him after that. And, and you know, that's why I think this season it was like, okay. If you win this, you got to change your image. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this is all about. Especially when he was talking. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I still don't like him. <laughs> you person. still don't like it? Yeah, as, as a person. person. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not. Yeah. I mean. Definitely has some major flaws going on over there. I mean, uh, at least there's a slight, slight improvement. Hopefully, you can keep working on it. Yep, another topic we're going to get to when we slide into the Wolves is, yeah, Kevin Love. We'll get to that shortly. Yep, it's literally breaking, been story breaking as as we speak again. But uh, trying to think of any other major off-season stuff we need to get to. Ah, uh, yeah, Nash going to the Lakers. We covered that a little bit. That's kind of, there's not too much to say other than it does improve them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It does greatly improve them. Uh, if, if we stay on the Lakers briefly, Bynum was supposedly at some point possibly going to uh, Orlando in the in a Dwight Howard attempt, but that's starting to literally fade off before our eyes. Yeah, because they're both free yep. agents at the uh, same time. Yeah. So And that's... You know, and I guess it looks like the whole New Jersey thing is more like, excuse me, Brooklyn thing is going to happen more than the L.A. thing with Dwight. Um, Why? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what's going on. Other than maybe the Kobe-Dwight thing. This town's not big enough for the two of us, you know. And then there's the other guy that plays in L.A. who looks an awful lot like my twin nephew, who's just a lot older and a lot taller, Paul Gasol. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's <laughs> remember? <laughs> yeah, he does look like them, honestly, which is hilarious. But, uh, um, yeah, Paul Gasol was at some at a point during this off season looked very likely he was going to be playing about three miles from here in Target Center. <laughs> yeah, it really looked like it was about to happen, but that has completely stopped. It's just dried up completely, literally shriveled up like a grape on a hot on a hot sunny day. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because that was $38 million in just two years. That's a lot of cap space, like, gone, you know, if, if we did that acquisition. Gasol, and then we would have had the classic, uh, we would have had the classic uh, position kerfuffle, like we always seem to have going on. We already have it going on with Derek Williams. Of course, he would have been a part of a Paul Gasol deal, apparently. Paul Gasol and I, or excuse me, I think Derek Williams and the trade exception maybe would have been part of it. Um, yeah, we would have had a kerfuffle though with you know the Pekovich, Powell, and Love. You know, you can only there's two spots there. There's not three for those guys. Nobody's playing small forward in that group. 
So there you go. Um, yeah, but it looks like that's probably dead. I think both of us are probably like, you know, yeah, it would have immediately approved the team, but long term, I think it would have been one of those Spreewell Cassell type deals where we look good for a short time and then kaboom, you know? Teams like to rush, seems like the local teams like to rush too much. Granted, the Wolves have stuck for seven years, but yeah. <laughs> still, you know, still. It's like we're fine. we're on the verge of a solid improvement, and then you do something like that that yeah. could that could kill the the little growth tree that was finally coming up. It could. So yeah, what do you think of Michael Beasley heading to Phoenix for eighteen million three years? Um, <laughs> I wish him luck. Eighteen million. Do I wish you? Him luck. Yeah. Do you like it? Um, it was a pretty Phoenix. decent contract that they gave him, but for years it, it was just way too much. For his inconsistency, yeah, over eight million. We would have had to guarantee him eight million next year to do the, uh, you know, the the tender deal. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad we didn't do that. That would have been yeah. a big mistake. He needs to, he needs to just kind of he, he he needs to focus. That's his biggest issue. He's not like a bad guy out there beating people up and you know driving drunk or anything that that, that I know of. I hope not, but. <laughs> if, if 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 he could focus, he could still be a pretty good player. And of course, Phoenix. I, I think yeah, Elvin Gendry is a, probably a decent fit for him. Actually, I, I think it's more of uh, he needs like a, I want to say Kobe, mm-hmm. or yeah. like a uh, like a Oakley. Oh yeah, tough, tough personality around him, mm-hmm. so it's, there's no slacking off. Yeah, he's gonna beat and, him down, Charles Oakley. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think you know Phoenix has that at all. Yeah, Maybe, uh, Grant yeah. if he stays there, but I don't think if, Grant's yep. the type. I, you know, I don't think BZ would take Grant seriously. Mm-mm. He's not really tough. He's kind of wimpy looking. I think Grant Hill. Mm. He looks wimpy to me. And then of course the other guy who could have been a decent team captain is now uh, Hollywood bound. Yeah, that uh, yeah that guy. Yeah, the guy that's like the one of the best assist men we've seen in our generation. Um, yeah, at age thirty-seven already, Steve Nash. Oh, yeah, and one other major move. The guy that we would have liked to come to the Wolves that's potentially going to Phoenix, maybe. I mean, it's not a done deal. Sign and trade, offer, or not sign and trade, an offer sheet signed by the Suns and and uh, Eric Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, a max deal, four years, 58. Well, there you go. The Suns pulled that off. Whoa, you know. Yeah. And Eric Gordon's pulling uh, doing the same thing Batum is. It's like, do not, do not match the deal. Do not match it. Leave me alone. And that's what Batum is doing with Portland right now. <laughs> there have been like three or four articles where Nick Batum is like, I am not emotionally invested in your franchise. I want to go to Minnesota. And it's like, whoa, that's a bit... <laughs> and it's my heart is not with you. It's in Minneapolis. It's, it's kind of funny when they talk like that, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think... Well, I think uh, the Blazers are, are, are a little different than uh, New Orleans. I, I don't yeah. think they don't want Batum here. They don't want to help us in, in any way. Mm-hmm. Portland wants to kill us, I think, Yeah. in a lot of ways. Yes, there's a free agent signing the Wolves are going to get for sure. This one's a guarantee. We'll get to it very soon. Because <laughs> Nick Batum and Eric Golden, I keep saying that because of the Clippers podcast, used to be uh, on the show, hosted by a cool guy. I miss that guy. I miss him. Man, <laughs> missed that show. There's a Clipper podcast on your 
Uh, Clipper talk, that's right. So, um, yeah, Nick Batum and Eric Golden both want out of where they're at currently. I'm not sure what New Orleans is going to do. They're, uh, I mean, I think New Orleans has to match, really. If if they can, I think they have to. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Just so you got Anthony Davis, you know. I don't know, but you have Rivers. Oh, that's right. They, yeah, yeah, they came out pretty strong, yeah. too. That was another, another, another uh, good draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New Orleans and Golden State. Yeah, I think the Warriors and the Hornets came out pretty good. So um, I think they'd rather do a sign and trade because they don't really need Gordon. Well, Gordon is a is a really good player, but you would think they want to give uh, Rivers some time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, and the the million dollar question is: Is Rivers a point guard or a shooting guard? And it's, that's where it kind of depends. And even I mean, Gordon's height isn't very. Yeah, he's not the tallest guy in the world, is yeah. he? At the shooting guard spot, he's kind of a small shooting guard. And again, yeah. do they want to go back into the draft next season? Oh, no, like another tank time for next oh, season. Oh, yeah. Because if you have a Gordon, it might be a little too good. Mm-hmm. But it's all depending on how well, well uh, Davis and Rivers are mm-hmm. for the uh, for the season. Yeah, because if they click, who knows? That could really be something, I think. They got the brow. The brow. Since we got, already, got him already <laughs> over there uh, patenting the deals or whatever with that whole eyebrow thing. The the unibrow, excuse me, the unibrow. He's already doing patents for that. It's kind of funny. It's like he's got to have a nickname for something. Like what's next? The uh, the wrinkle or something? I don't know. Or the the mole? I don't know. On your nose or something? I don't know. <laughs> Guys are getting goofy with their nicknames. <laughs> so yes, Batum. Yeah, I mean, Batum has signed an offer sheet with the Wolves. Not yeah. officially until the 11th, because that's another rant we can get into. Why do they got to do this? Why can't they just let July 1st be the free yeah. agency? Why do they got to do this to us? It's torture, isn't it? Yeah, there's too many other moves going on. We can't... You'd rather get this over with, so we know what's what. Yeah, it's, it's torture, because like in hockey, July 1st, boom. Free agency is open, and we're ready to go. You know, of course, the Wild had to wait a couple of days, but they got exactly who they wanted. Check out Brave the Wild at SportsStuff.com and on iTunes. I recorded that show earlier today where we talked about Zach Parise and Ryan Suter editions. They they did like a miniature Miami Heat. Not the major Miami Heat, but a miniature version. They got the two best free agents in all of the NHL this year. So, crazy exciting there. But, um, yeah, in hockey, boom, you can start signing people on July 1st. In basketball... Nope, you gotta wait till the 11th. It used to be the 15th. They actually they slashed it down four days, but only four. So we're we have to wait until the 18th to even have uh, Batum sign the offer sheet, even though we've known about it for like two weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just torture. And then Portland has three days instead of ten. That's the difference. They have three days instead of ten to match it. Same with uh, New Orleans and the other million dollar question with the whole Batum thing is uh, Roy Hibbert. Portland Trailblazers have... Uh, actually, that's not yeah. official, but they're... Sure. I don't think they actually even... Or I guess nothing is. Even the tomb one isn't official. They haven't done pen to paper yet, but yeah, they're trying to do a, a max offer sheet for Roy Hibbert in Portland. Hmm. And uh, does that hinder the Blazers' chances of uh, matching... Batum, it's like, I would say yes, absolutely. 
Because, I mean, that's a max deal. It's going to change things. They already have LaMarcus Aldrich, so... Yeah. i got to think that would hinder the chances of Batum returning to uh, Oregon. And then the Wolves actually have a little few issues going on as well, where actually we may not have enough space to do that uh, $45, $50 million deal without getting rid of uh, Webster and Brad Miller or Darko, of course, via Amnesty. I think amnestying Darko would be enough to f- enough space at that point. Uh, and that's obviously going to happen at some point. The Wolves, um, uh, they accept the offers. They opt in or whatever with uh, <laughs> Marshall Webster and Brad Miller just to use those as potential trade chips. I don't think Marshall Webster plays here. I, oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> that's the only reason they accepted his offers, to use him as an expiring. Yeah. You know? Hopefully yeah, we can and use that. Oh, I hope so. I'm getting uh, impatient. Yeah, because I think it's just the uh, like love. I, yeah, I think it's the love uh, is getting too much of a risk because you, now you're betting on other teams uh, worrying about their their, their cap space. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope they do. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll just be stuck with them. Oh, wouldn't that be awful? I mean, the good news is, I guess, at worst case scenario, we could do the same thing the other team would, where. Shows up as a five, five or six million dollar around. Was it five and a half million? But you only have to pay six hundred k to get rid of him. Yeah. It's funny when you. Th- I mean, as we always say, it's like six hundred k is chump change in the NBA to us. It's like, oh my god, it's like a, like winning the yeah. Gopher five. You know. Okay. Yes. Uh, better if we packages them. <laughs> you know, in order to get. Uh, if the Blazers want to do a sign trade and yeah. you want know, to get Batum or Iguodala. Yeah. You would think they could do something like that. Yeah. You would think, I mean, Portland's being really, really stubborn about it. Like, they sound like they just want to, like, poison us, you yeah. know, no matter what they... they yeah, they, they might they even hate be putting us. off the whole uh, Hibbert thing until, you know, Batum's uh, uh, sign, resigned or not signed. Mm-hmm. They might have to. I mean, if, if they really want to keep him so bad without, yeah. like, working with us, ah, oh, it's complicated, isn't it? Because their focus it could be uh, Hibbert the whole time. Mm-hmm. And this is just so we pay you up two more. Oh, that could be. That could be. Yep, they're just trying to screw our cap situation up. So, oh, no, that's it. You you think you're making all these great moves, do you? Well, you're done making moves now. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're done. You got your Batum. No. <laughs> but we got Roy. We got Roy, me boy. And that would make an awesome front line, by the way, in Portland. <laughs> they, they got a nice shooting guard in Wesley Matthews. They got a point guard in the draft, that, that Gilliard. They got their backup center. Forget who that guy was they took. I'm forgetting the name, but um, it's... There he is. It is Mayors Leonard. Yep, Mayors Leonard out of Illinois, 11th overall. Yeah, they got... You know, that's another team that might come out pretty good in the draft, by the way. They have the 6th and the 11th pick in the draft. Um, yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see how this all... Uh, shapes out in the end here. Was Roy Hibbert going to be a Pacer or a Blazer, Batum, Minnesota, or back to Portland? After all that, should the Wolves not get to get to acquire Nicholas Batum? There is a backup plan. Do you know what it is? Yeah, but I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah, it's Brandon Rush, apparently. Yep, this was uh, coming on on Twitter earlier today. Uh, it's a Rip Coachella website. Uh, it's a Give Me the News. It's in the sports section of it. So we're so I'm citing them. I'm not breaking the story, but I might be breaking it to some people listening, because not everybody really pays attention on Twitter all the time. And it's one of the more obscure sites, but it's 
hey, it's it's interesting. Brandon Rush is potentially the guy that will be the plan B for whoever loses out in the Batum battle. The the battle for Batum, we could call it, is Portland and Minnesota. So, Brandon Rush. Yeah. 13th overall to uh, Portland, of all teams, years ago, which is just getting weird. 13th overall. Brandon Rush scored nine points against the Wolves earlier in the year. Yes. Yep, I was really connected to his uh, little uh, stat line against the Wolves earlier in the year. He made one of four threes. He has averaged over, uh, man, he's got some bad games in there. He's got some. Uh, the top teams. Yeah, he's got some Wesley Johnson type numbers in there, but still better than Wesley, though. Uh, 41% three point shooter for his career, averaged 9.8 a game last year as a member of the vaunted Golden State Warriors. Man, terrible game against the OKC, by the way. Only 18 minutes, one of six from the floor. <laughs> Yuck. Got some. He's got some doozies. He's he's kind of an up and down guy. I like him more than some people because he can go off a little bit. I mean, he's he's. I think he's better than Wesley Johnson and Ellington guys like that. Um, Nigel Southern on Twitter also. You know, so there's uh, Aussie Wolf. Nigel Southern had a tweet out there to me right when I mentioned the Brandon Rush deal. Another horrible showing against OKC, a seven point game in January. Uh, but yeah, he was saying how it's not a plan B, it's more of a plan D to me. <laughs> he was telling me, like, why would you want yeah. Rush? Yeah. Sounds like you agree it's not, strongly. Yeah, it's not doing anything, it's the top teams. Mm-mm. So it's like, he's a guy who can... Oh my stars, a scoreless game against the Spurs, yep. That's pretty bad. And that's when the Spurs defense was really bad early in the year. A scoreless game. So yeah, it looks like both of you have a pretty strong point. You and Nigel right there. Well, I was defending him a little bit because uh, I like the 41% three-point shooting, but, yeah, it looks like he's just a specialist, and that's it. Specialists can get shut down. Yeah, but, yeah. And against mm-hmm. teams in our, in our division. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's the teams we're going to be playing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. you got to beat Oklahoma and, and Denver and guys like that. Portland, of course. Yeah, Portland gave me at 14. That's not as bad. Memphis, actually, actually okay, but didn't play much. He, you know, he's 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 an up-and-down guy. He'll score 20, and he'll score 5. That's the problem. That's why, in the end, he's averaging about 9.5 a, a game over his career, or 9 a game, we could say. Yeah, because now you got to think mm. of what, after, uh, know how Love feels about this now. Yeah. And it's, I don't think that'll make, make Love happy, Brandon Rush. Mm-mm. It's not enough. Batum, I mean, yeah, I wonder how he feels about Batum. Because that's a huge story right now on Yahoo Sports. Kevin Love is losing patience. Yes, sir. Big time. And that's on... <laughs> that's on Yahoo right now. He is majorly losing patience. You know, as is Adelman. And Adelman's been here one year. Love's been here four. <sighs> it's beginning. Yeah, the fear, the, the pressure's on, unfortunately. And we kind of knew this was coming from love, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we knew it was coming. Oh, and by the way, should I mention his name? Oh, go ahead. The, the newest Timberwolf? Yeah, should I? Nope. Old Bone on Bone himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's really bad, but I, I that didn't sound very good, did it? But, hey, I I like it. I, I like it, you know, in terms of the low-risk high reward. Brandon Roy is your newest Timberwolf. Brandon Roy. The same Brandon Roy. You like it? 
Oh, it depends on how how his, his knees are. It know. does. It does. Uh-oh. Playing very, very limited uh, minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be anywhere from 15 to 25-ish. Basically, we could say 20. <laughs> Brandon Roy, I I don't know. Do you, do you, do you like it, though? Do you feel yeah. kind of... I, I'm enjoying it, honestly. I... I love it, and you know, you always know we uh, we watched him live get drafted by the Wolves, sixth overall, back in uh, excuse me, seventh overall back in. Uh, it was sixth. I'm stupid. Back <laughs> in 2006, I'm getting him and Corey Brewer and all that mixed up. Oh man, yeah. Courtney Lee uh, did a lot better against Oklahoma than uh, Brandon Rush. See, we already have a guy named Brandon on the roster. Dang it. Yeah, we don't anymore. And what's other also kind of cool? Derek Williams immediately, and I still remember. I love Twitter, and I was saying that on Brave the Wild because I was watching that story break on Twitter. I was watching the hot, the two big time hockey players come into the wild on Twitter. I also watched the Brandon Roy story break on Twitter. I watched it before my eyes because I was screwing around on my Wolves explosion. By the way, it's Twitter dot com forward slash Wolves explosion. Wolves, not T O Timberwolves, because it doesn't fit on Twitter. But uh, I was just screwing around, and they're just looking for NBA stuff. And it was like, Brandon Roy uh, has his lab, uh, sources Brandon Roy has chosen Wolves, and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, it went from, uh, what's his name now, Aldrich, was like, oh, no, his agent said it's not happened, or that he hasn't made a decision yet. And then it's like, family members says Roy has chosen Timberwolves, and the next thing you know, Brandon Roy himself texts saying, I'm so glad to be back. I'm a T-Wolf. It's like, yep, there you go. <laughs> should have been here in the yeah. first place. And he should have been here in the first place. He was a wolf. And he, for those of you who say, yep. you know, McHale made the right choice. Mm-hmm, because of the knee on knee or yeah. bone on bone, yep. I think eventually we would have sold high. Yeah, if we were smart. Yep. That, yeah, that would have been the difference. Mm-hmm. We would have sold him. You know, we would have sold high and would have gotten better pieces. Mm-hmm. Instead of keeping them until the problem that uh, Mikhail knew was going to happen eventually d- did happen. I think we would have been better off keeping them than selling high. That's a good point because Portland got nothing. And yeah. I know they're bitter as you know what right now. I mean, that team hates us more than anybody right now. And there's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> they hate us so much. <laughs> Batum, Roy, they hate us. Ugh. They're like, you lucky sons of, you know, you screwed up <laughs> so many times, yet you're coming ahead out of this? What? Yeah. You know? That ain't right. They're all pissed off. They got the Greg Oden, Roy, and uh, Batum maybe losing them, maybe maybe losing him to us as well. <laughs> They're pretty pissed over there, I think. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Think about what they could have had if like things panned out health-wise with Oden and, uh, and Roy. Holy cow. With Aldrich. With Wesley Matthews, you know? Jeez, that could have been a hell of a team. Oh, and we also got Telfair. Yeah. That's right. Isn't that funny? We also had Telfair for a little while, who was a former Blazer. I mean, yeah, I like Brandon Roy a lot. I mean, how how can you not? I used to hate watching him torch us. Oh, yeah, Ugh. that was torture. That was literally torture. He was just, he would, it would, every time he played against us, he was just like, swish, swish, swish. Like, yeah. come on, man. And here we are with Foy. And there we were with the most ineffective guy you've ever seen. Yeah. Especially when he goes to his left. That was a huge tell across the league. If you get Randy Foy to go left, he's he's dead. It's like putting a... Uh, yeah. 
of these guys are uh, becoming, free, excuse me, a lot of these guys are becoming free agents. What do you think, like Sessions, do you think he's going oh, yeah. to get anything near what he turned down? Mm-mm. Probably not. I mean, it, his, he wasn't that good with L.A., really. No, he wasn't. He really, he, he was a letdown. Especially in the playoffs, he disappeared. Yeah. It was a huge letdown with L.A. And now he's still floating out there. Like, where's he going to go? I got a home for him. I got a home for him. If he wants it. Probably won't happen, though. Yeah. Houston. <laughs> since they're, since nobody wants to play for McHale all of a sudden. Yeah, that's true. Buttinger was saying, oh, man, I was so good when Edelman was in Houston. Now it's like, oh, I got to get out of here. And they came here, you know, or, yeah, coming here, he's all excited because he's back with Adelman. Kyle Lowry basically was like, get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. All of a sudden, yeah, nobody wants to play for him. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so, yeah, Kyle Lowry's headed to the Raptors. Yuck. You'd rather play for the Raptors than the Rockets? Okay. I guess Dwayne Casey's, well, yeah, he'd be easier to play for than McHale probably. Kind of funny, though. McHale... Fired Dwayne Casey at one point in time. Ooh. What do you think of that? <laughs> it's like Dwayne Casey took uh, Kyle Lowry from McHale. Mm. There you go. And that's a guy I love, by the way. If you guys have been listening to this show the last four years, Kyle Lowry is a, is a Joey guy. I think Kyle Lowry would like me more if I was the coach. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, maybe. Maybe. Maybe he'd get sick of me within like a week. Who knows? Courtney Lee, though, yep, that's a free agent we're looking at as well. He's still out there. Yeah, he des- definitely should be the backup plan. Mm-hmm. He'd be a better backup plan than uh, Brandon, wouldn't he? The other Brandon, the bad Brandon. The good Brandon's here already. But uh, I don't know. I, actually, I would, I like I would go after Lee. him first. Courtney Lee versus yeah. Uh, Batum? Yeah, because if we get Batum, we're, we're, we're still going to need a shooting guard. I don't think uh, yeah, he's not really Luke a guard. is the answer to a shooting guard. Mm-mm. But if we get Courtney Lee, at worst... Uh, Williams can can get time at a small forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Oh yeah, Chase. and Buttinger. Yep, Chase Buttinger. Buttinger. Yep. Yeah, we kept thinking it was Buttinger, but it's actually yeah. Buttinger, according <laughs> ac- according to the source himself. Yeah, there's no there's no better source than the actual guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're trying to get all these rockets. We're trying to, the rockets, red glare, shooting those bombs in the air. The yeah, three pointers. Like so far, so with them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's leaving and going all over the place because I guess they hate McHale. I guess. For God knows what reason. Yeah, maybe he just they saw what he did as a GM. Maybe they think he's even worse as a coach. I don't know. But uh, Courtney Lee's kind of bounced around a bit from uh, Orlando and such. Uh, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. New Jersey at the time. Um, talented guy. Always liked him. He can definitely fly. He can shoot. Definitely score. You can definitely Against score. Top teams. Yeah. Unlike uh, Rush. Unlike Rush, Brandon Rush. Rice Wright, by the way, is going to actually probably end up replacing uh, Courtney Lee over there in Houston. Uh, sounds like the Celtics are after him. I've heard absolutely nothing about OJ Mayo where he could be going. It yeah. Seems nothing. like he's vanished. Yeah. Does everybody hate him, or are they, or is he just kind of sitting on his hands right now, waiting for something? I I'm not sure what's going on. Supposedly the Wolves have inquired about OJ as well, which I would be just... <laughs> you can see a smile like go from ear to ear if, if OJ Mayo were to sign with Minnesota. I would be just thrilling as you-know-what. Uh, yeah, I was. I still hmm. want to go after uh, Lee over... Courtney? 
Over a meal. Oh, over a meal? Really? Really? Look at yeah. you. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, he'd probably be cheaper, right? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. So you really like Lee, huh? Yeah. You must really like Lee. Yeah, I mean, not that OJ's proven anybody like that he's a superstar, but seems to be a pretty versatile guy. I mean, he's been a versatile guy over the years. Um, oh, there's there, there's another move that I didn't mention. Jason Terry is a Celtic. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's that's kind of yeah. cool. I like that move. That's cool. That's a good move. That's a legit, like, real big-time move by Boston. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, I, I think it helps replace Ray Allen in terms of, like, the three-pointers, at least, at minimum. Yeah. And he's more spry in his feet than uh, Ray is at this point. Ray Allen was not doing so good against uh, the Heat in the wet in the East, which is kind of funny. Wasn't doing that great. Uh, there was another one out there somewhere that blowing my head. It's just going over my head. I didn't write much down. Just wanted to come in and talk about the postseason here or off season, excuse me. Uh, OJ Mayo, yeah. I mean, he was also another guy that was possibly going to Boston. Now we're hearing nothing at all. Not sure what's going on. I mean, I almost forgot about Brandon Rush. That's the funny part. Until I saw the article, I'm like, oh, yeah, Brandon Rush, that guy. Yep, the forecaster's in love with Courtney Lee. Uh, is a 40% guy as well, by the way, from three range. Yeah, I was not too sure about, uh, about Mayo. Yeah, the worst part about OJ that can scare you is it seems like year by year by year you see a decline with OJ, yeah. and that's crazy. I don't know if it's the way the team's built with the uh, with the point guards and, and Rudy coming back. Mm-hmm. The shooting guards, like uh, Tony Allen and all them. Yeah. Tony Allen worked out nice. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Amazing deal, Tony Allen in Memphis. That is like a marriage made in heaven. That guy had a bad ACL injury when he was with Boston years ago, but it seemed like it took him like a year or so, like, you know, you'd expect for him to kind of come back and be a solid player, and he turned out to be, like, better than I could have imagined. Great addition by Memphis. That's really helped them become a playoff team over the years. Batum was a guy, yep, we're still looking at. I mean, we've heard his name a million times. Terrible numbers against Oklahoma. 30, almost, yeah, 40 minutes, only six points. Six points. So, yeah, we seem to be gauging against Oklahoma, a 13-point effort in March. Oh, yeah, they had two games in March. The first one was... uh, was ugly. He scored nine points against the Wolves in 32 minutes. Yeah, and, and then his next shot, and he had 29 against the Wolves. That's there you go. That's what David Kahn said. You know he's coming here. We're gonna go after Batum. Yes, sir. Nine of 17 from the floor. So I mean, yeah, I mean he's to me really the impression I get out of Batum and what I've kind of thought from the whole time, up and down. Yeah, he's 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 up and down. He could blow up, and he can also not do that much. You know, you're going to get a six-point game here and there. Have like three good games, and then... And then not much, yeah. And then a couple of bad ones. It's like three and two-ish, right? Yeah. Maybe three good and two bad, so... Mm, is that worth 45 to 50 million? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on potential, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Would Kevin Love be... That's the other thing. How I mean, you don't want to just marry Kevin Love here and be like, oh, if Kevin Love's not happy, we gotta we gotta blow up the team, you know, stuff like that. Or get anybody. Yeah, I mean, the, that's the thing. I mean, yet at the same time, though, yeah, I mean, would Kevin Love be happy with Batum 
or or an or an OJ Mayo type move, or what's the deal? I mean, I can't imagine a Chase Buttinger move. Got Kevin Love dancing for joy. Plus, I don't think <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the way Love's personality is, I don't think it'll, it'll gel well with uh, males. Oh yeah, that's Mayo a problem. Fought, uh, Allen. Mm-hmm. Because I think Love will kind of he's kind of like the. Uh, uh, from stuff I saw, kind of seems like a jerk. <laughs> Kevin Love, yeah, in some ways, <laughs> kind of like he'll do something, yeah, but act like oh, you shouldn't, you know. Uh, I don't. What I, what I said to you, but it wasn't that bad. You know, oh, Love, yeah. yeah, he'll just kind of say something he's not supposed to say. Yeah, like oh, that means you're getting traded. You know, if you if you just got yeah, the whole Beasley thing years yeah. a couple years yeah. ago. Oh, you got Kevin Garnett's old locker. Oh, that well, that means you're getting traded. Yeah, stuff like that. You know? Or, you know, team's playing better. Oh, yeah, BZ's not here. Yeah, he did say kind of stuff. Oh, oh I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you say something like that to Mayo, I don't think that'll that'll go over well. Mm-mm. Mayo's, yeah, Mayo's got a, got a, yeah, it does have character issues, which that could be why we're not hearing as much as we were uh, initially. He does have character issues. Yeah. There's been, there's been, it's been documented over there in Memphis, and that's probably why they didn't uh, tender the offer for him. They just kind of said... It's been nice. It's been nice. We got Tony. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the impression we're getting. But, yep, articles all over, uh, well, article sprawled all over Yahoo Sports right at the top of it. Kevin Love is losing patience with the Timberwolves. Uh, the thing is, it's how much patience can you lose when your starting point guard towards ACL and MCL and you had a back air concussion, excuse me, a concussion issue. Yeah, he's saying he... Uh no longer fears. You know, he, he doesn't want to hold it back. He, you know, he'll say anything now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you're saying that, and other free agents are kind of like, okay, if you're feeling that way, because we know it's because the teams are losing. Yeah. But one of the top guys is saying all this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of a sense if you're, if you're the owner that you're going to make moves, you need to make moves. So it's yeah. no point in you, and Kevin Love saying it like that. Mm-hmm. This comes off as like he's, like he's complaining. Again, yeah, again, that's something he was doing so much before, too, or just a couple of years ago. Yeah. I want to be a starter. The Olympic team respects me way more than the Wolves. It's like, ah, oh, not this again. So now it's starting up again. Yeah, I mean, you don't need uh, to tell, you know, Khan that he needs to make moves. I'm sure he knows that already. Yeah, as crazy as Khan is and some of his draft night moves that make you just want to hurt yourself almost, like they make you nuts. So these, yeah. the cash and all that stuff. We're going to trade down 18 times so we can raise up $4 million to fire Kurt. Yeah. To get, you know, get rid of one of his years, you know? Yeah, uh, Brooks should have been here. Brooks? Yes, sir. Marshawn Brooks. Brooks. That guy's better than Brandon Rush. <laughs> oh, Marshawn Brooks. No Brooks is Brandon he Rush. He was there. I'm thinking, oh, oh, for sure. We're getting a, we need a shooting guard. Why, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we? Yeah, we passed on him twice. 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 Twice Every time across you know, our fingers, like they didn't pick him. Here it comes. Yep. Oh, did, are they gonna get him? Nope. It was our turn. Uh, we there we go. Trade for the 29th pick in cash. Trade it down into the second round for cash. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Speaking of trading down and all that foolishness, the Wolves, ladies and gentlemen, you, are, are you ready? You know the Al Jefferson trade is complete. You know what we got for L. Jefferson? You know what we got? We got some cap space that we haven't really used yet. 
Well, maybe, maybe we'll use it to get Batum, maybe. But we got Malcolm Lee and Chase Budinger for Al Jefferson. Hello? Hello? Malcolm Lee, hello? Who might not be in the league two years from now. Maybe, maybe not, but hasn't shown enough to say he's going to be. And Chase Budinger, who's a nine points a game, sharpshooting tweener, uh, guard forward wing, we should just call him, who I think does have a place in this league. He does, but he's a free agent. That's another rant that, we, that you got into a little bit earlier. He's a free agent anyway after the year. Yeah. Where the the thought that you had was we could have signed him anyway if we really wanted him so much. Yeah, yeah. After the season, we got a <laughs> decent uh, center from the draft. Mm-hmm. We signed him next season. Yeah, we could have tried to acquire him in free agency because he wasn't gonna. He's probably not going to demand that much. I don't know if it's going to be the amount of the 18th pick range. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, I don't see any other team <laughs> scrambling to pick him up. Mm-mm. You know. Mm-mm. And no, we're not trying to be negative. I know two years ago we had a kind of a pretty frustrated, we were pretty frustrated and pretty upset. And I remember last year we were no really annoyed at that cash crap. Granted, I mean, I can understand when you're losing $20 million a year and you're firing a coach that you owe like $10 million to, but still <laughs> firing a $10 million piece of garbage in Kurtz. But still, still, that was extremely frustrating. This year, we're, I mean, this is a playoff team, I think. I don't think there's any doubt if Rubio's healthy. Yeah, yeah. And if Roy... Yeah, yep, that's the biggest key of them all is Rubio. And then Roy's the next key, I think. Yeah, and yeah. we can't Brandon. do it with, with Brea. No. As much as like his little spurts, it's just he gets out of control sometimes. Uh, he thinks he's, like, he's the best player on the team. It's... Oh, yeah, uh, he does. He was... He was like he was out there playing like an Antoine Walker type, you know. Yeah. Of course, different position, but yeah. I mean, Marshawn Brooks's numbers were better than Courtney Lee's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, I was trying not to. <laughs> not trying to look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was trying to not even, you know, uh, Brooks just didn't exist. He's breaking your heart, isn't he? Yeah. I didn't watch any of the Nets games. Hmm. I mean, and that's a sad part. We're always looking at all these guys we could have had. Oh, yeah. could have had this, could have had, you know, yeah. and Jordan Crawford's numbers are actually better than all of them. That's the other one. Remember the old, oh, yeah. I'm sorry to There's make you even guy. more mad. Yep. 2010 draft. Yep. When we traded down a couple of times yeah. again. Yeah. But Jordan Crawford's right there. Let's get him. Let's get him. Gone. Yep. Yep. We kept trading away. Yeah. That was the, that was the guy that was the athletic Craig Smith. That was uh, Marty Booker. Or no, not Marty Booker, but something Booker. Marty Booker's a football player. <laughs> it's it was Booker, uh, Trevor Booker, I think, or Terrence or something. It was with a T. Uh, that ended up going to the Wizards, and then eventually that. Yeah, I liked Booker too. Yeah, he was good. He's actually an okay player. Uh, ultimately, they wound up with Jamal, and he's like a sixteen points a game player, or not Jamal Jordan, Jordan Jordan. Excuse me. Jamal Crawford, by the way, headed to the Clippers for a lot of money. That was the other move I was going to get to. I kept forgetting. A lot of money. The Clippers. So I'm okay with the Wolves not getting Jamal as much as I liked him. He's a little bit too much of a gunner for my liking. A little bit. Kind of a little bit of McCants in him. And was it four years, 25? That's a bit steep, I think, for a guy who's my age. You know? A guy who's my age who's not like exactly an all-star out there, you know? 
Yeah, Jamal's my age. No, he's he's younger actually. He's actually a little bit younger, but not much. <laughs> the sad thing is, he's your age. In there order we go. to uh, trade for Brooks, <laughs> yeah, probably have to give up Williams. And that's how embarrassing would that be? A twenty fifth pick for a second in the same draft? Okay, I didn't say that. Oh my god, I did not just say that. Wouldn't that be awful? That'd be bullshit. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> I don't know if they heard that. Yeah, Derek Williams has been all over the trade block with the Wolves, and yeah. it seems like we can't get anything for him now. What the heck? Is he that bad? You think Derek Williams is that bad? That no. it's like, I think people are being a little bit too hard on us with, with uh, Derek. Yeah. Like, oh, we know, we're not giving you no second-round pick. Forget it. Get our second overall pick. Get out of here. And then, what was the other? Oh, yeah, for Batum. Batum and uh, all, all that. It seems like... You know, they don't. They don't want to even do a Derek Williams for Batum type deal, which I think is a little bit crazy. Is Batum so good that they wouldn't take uh, Derek Williams? I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know about that. Do you think Derek Williams could still be a, a good player in this league? No. Oh, you're, you're not too optimistic about Derek, are you? Well, he needs to lose weight. Supposedly he has. He's not 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 enough yet, yeah, but heard, he's lost I've heard some. About that too, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that, but unlike the lockout, we can't see how that actually. You know, I haven't seen any pictures or seen him play. Yeah, there's been no video or of any kind at this yeah. point. But we kind of see what losing one is absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh my goodness, Kendrick, right? Yep, yeah. Kendrick. Oh, yeah. uh, of course. What am I saying? I'm not Sam Perkins, but. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't Sam Perkins. Eric Perkins bid almost nothing in the finals, did he? Or the whole postseason. Did I call him Eric? Kendrick Perkins? Excuse me. Yeah, he did almost nothing. Yep, yep, yep. This has been a, uh, it's another dramatic offseason for the Wolves. Though, I, I, I'm really enjoying the Brandon Roy move. Uh, he really wants to stay here for a long time. He's moving his family here. So he's serious about not just coming back, but staying back and staying back here. That's kind of cool, huh? Yeah. He wants his uh, kids to see a white Christmas. It's kind of funny, huh? Because you weren't going to get that in Golden State. That was the other <laughs> number one, you know. Yeah, I would choose here over Golden State. Yeah, and this isn't yeah. the frozen north. No, that's foolish. <laughs> it was like 100 degrees all week last week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was helping... Uh, Helping my co-host move last week, and I lost about 10 pounds. And I'm dead serious when I tell you that. That's how hot it was here. Hot. It was... I lost about 10 pounds. (laughs) I think part of it's from, you know, my other job working outside as well in the same heat. But it's, uh... It's been very, very, very warm here. It can get very warm in the summer here in Minnesota. Despite what some of you people out there want to uh, assume... And last winter was uh, warm as also. So hopefully they get a white Christmas without 40 below. Because I, I, I kind of think 40 below is just it's just an exaggeration where you have a, a Arctic blast here and there. Maybe that lasts about two days. That's all 40 below really is anyway. <laughs> but, um, yep, Kevin Love. And uh, that's another thing that could keep bouncing around again. The old Kevin Love, Rick Edelman... They're impatient. Yeah, yeah already. Should just kept his mouth shut. 
Because now mm-hmm. you're going to get the feeling every time the Wolves lose, mm-hmm. you got to look at Kevin Love's face. Here we like, go again. Thinking? Is mm-hmm. he going to leave? Is he going to want to, you know, mm-hmm. demand a trade? Mm-hmm. So he's not. Yeah, because he's, he should have kept his mouth shut. Now, every loss is going to be like, all right, well, let's see what we can get for him. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can get for him. His face is not happy. Uh-oh. Sorry to losing. Sorry to losing, you know. Yeah, the pressure's on again. It's like, why do you got to do this to us? Yeah, because if you're in the NBA, Ugh. I mean, you don't want to lose anyway. No. So there's no point. Yeah, again, there's no point in saying, saying what you said. It's just, you know, it was two years of, like, I remember, yeah, a couple, what was it, the, yeah, that whole thing with the U.S. team respects it more than the Wolves, and I came on the air. This was, was it like episode 60? Yeah, it was. When I said, shut up, Kevin, you know, <laughs> I said something along that line. Where he's always two-faced. He was always two-faced where, oh, everything's ironed out between me and the coach and all the people here. You know, everything's cool. We'll be okay. And then a couple weeks later, he says the total opposite. You know, and I went crazy. I was all pissed off about it. And then the last two years, he started playing like crazy. got way better. Wasn't saying, I mean, you know, maybe little teeny things here and there, but really wasn't saying stuff like this. And now he's back at it again. And this after, you know, a kind of season where you could see dramatic improvement and you, uh, but then you had major ma- massive injuries to key players like himself and Rubio. I mean, you can't expect the team to win like 50 games with that type of situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then, and then not only does Rubio get, have the ACL issue, which was just the most biggest bummer ever. Then uh, Luke Ridnour has about as bad an ankle injury as you're going to have. So that that went totally out the window. And then you bring in the ball hog of point guards. <laughs> Let him start because you have no other options. You're not going to win games with J.J. Barea starting for your team and, and, and Kevin Love being out. You're not going to win. So it's like you, you can't expect that. Yeah. That's not David Kahn's fault that Rubio tore his ACL. Yeah. As much as you like him or don't like him, it's not his fault. But Joy, you're talking sure. too much. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, how do you? Yeah, Kevin Love. Is he is he wearing you out? He is. Just like Randolph, when well, Randolph had a lot of potential. Anthony, like, yeah, uh, like that season uh, where Love uh, got injured and Randolph got a lot of playing time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Love who? Yeah, Randolph was doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Garnett, light range. He was here put him up some numbers. Yeah. And now it's, it might be okay. Love's complaining, you know, like a little baby. Let's see what Williams can do. Oh, that's the other guy. Obviously, yeah. So it's it's, it's kind of like we can't trade him now because Love's saying all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Isn't that suck? Maybe better if we can give, yeah. get uh, Williams a time at a small forward, if mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. He can still get a decent amount of playing time. Because Love will be at center sometimes, and uh, Williams come in at power forward. That's very doable. On the floor, and uh, Williams is back to small forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's an idea for your backup center possibility. It could be Love, in a sense. As weird as that is. Yeah, but we, I think we definitely need a, a shot-blocking uh, center. Well, which could grab yeah, Camby. Like hmm? Who is that? Oh, like oh the, Marcus, yeah, Marcus Camby, Camby. yeah. Yeah, he's either going to New York or what was the other one? Um, the Heat, I think. Yeah, the, yeah, the Heat. But it sounds like the Knicks are going to win, which is funny. That's just where his yeah. career started. 
No, Screw started in Toronto. Excuse me. Started in Toronto, but he didn't play there at all. Um, that was, boy, that's crazy that I remember that. But um, Yeah, it's going to the Knicks. I like Camby, but he's like 36, 37, though. That's the problem. He's way up there. Yeah, I think, but the way Love goes down, he would have played uh, against, uh, was is made, most of the minutes would have gone against uh, the Lakers. What's that? Oh, who's? Uh, Camby. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that where it's like it wouldn't have been, you don't have to play Camby like an outrageous amount of time anymore yeah. anyway, so. Yeah. He's he's not at the Juwan Howard range yet, which is good. But at the same time, you don't have to full time start him anymore either. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about his uh, ceramic ways. Where up, oh, he blocked the shot and broke his wrist. Damn it! Come on, Marcus Camby, let's go. Come on, Camby. <laughs> ceramic ways. Yeah, is <laughs> you like that line? <laughs> oh, he blocked the shot and it's another hairline fracture. Come on, man. No, stop blocking shots. Okay, sorry. Oh, boy. Excuse me. It's, uh... If if Love would just... Yeah, oh, that's a goofy picture there. <laughs> yeah, there's always these funny pictures all over message boards and stuff. Um, Eddie... Or, excuse me, not Eddie. Blake Griffin pointing at Kevin Love, and it says, He mad. Oh, you gotta like that. Um... <laughs> I'm not sure what's gonna happen with all that. I... We just had to give Kevin Love a, well, it was max salary, but not max uh, commitment, year-wise. We just had to do that, didn't we? Come on, Con. I, I, I really wish the Wolves just gave him five years and didn't do that player option crap. Dang it, you know, because it just makes you kind of like, it makes you toss and turn a little bit. Because to me, Love absolutely is a franchise player, even though he's his attitude isn't franchising, isn't franchise yeah. right now. It's kind of Dwight level. But, oh, I'm so frustrated with that. Yeah, I don't know if he's, gives in a, I don't uh, I think, I don't know if it's Team USA. Well, he actually did say it's because of Team USA. And he has nothing to talk about. That could be. Because, I mean, uh, last time he was playing for that team, that's when he last did this. Yeah, so he's whining. Yeah. Oh, I don't have anything to talk about when they're in the group. I can't. <laughs> no, I can't join in with what they're saying. I can't even sit at their table, you know. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he's, he's just whining about it. It's yeah. like he sat there and thought, you know, I'm sure he's he's been frustrated. A lot of, you know, oh, any, yeah. any, any player, when, when they lose, they're frustrated. Mm-hmm. But he's so sitting there, and you know, like, you know what, I'm sick of this. You know, go to reporters, you know, yeah. I want to win now. I want to win now. <laughs> I want to be a starter, like, years ago. Yep. Yeah, I think it was just whining. I hope that's all it is. Maybe he just, yeah, he just wants attention right now, kind of like that little kid that can't seem to handle that uh, mommy and daddy are busy right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Mommy yeah. and daddy are busy, Kevin. No, come on, now, just, just, uh, just. Yeah, and I was like, every game, yeah. the Wolves lose, or there's a bad season, they kind of get the feeling, okay, he's not happy, he mm-hmm. wants to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. No, no, it's always, that thought's going to always be in fans' minds. Like, okay, he's, <sighs> has he had enough yet? And we lost again. Has he had enough? <sighs> yep, that's the thing. We're going to be sweating out every every time we have a subpar game. We have to sweat yeah. this out. Yeah. Because, yep, not only was it a four-year deal, it's a three-year deal. Because there's fourth year's a player option. Yeah. It's it's a three-year deal. 
I don't care if he's making twenty million a year. He'd have to be injured and uh, opt uh, opt in. I think that yeah. sucks. And and if, if Williams uh, is does really well, mm-hmm. that's kind of like okay. You want to be a baby about this? You know, mm-hmm. we're doing good. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we, we're we winning. Can do, we can still do good without you, we can, and we can trade you and get more pieces and do better. Mm-hmm. And if it comes to it, who knows? Maybe that could happen. Yeah. It'd be unfortunate, but it's possible. It's very, yeah, I mean, it's possible. You never know. Maybe you get something even better than love someday, if it came to it. Like Bynum. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. maybe, well, maybe if Bynum really blows up, but who knows with that guy. He is, no, you talk about loose cannons. Yeah, because you would think, be you think the yeah. would do that. Because by that time, oh, yeah. uh, Kobe will really be the, uh, on decline. Nash, too. Mm-hmm. Love likes L.A. Loves yeah, from L.A. so L.A. Hey. For, for Bynum signing Sign and trade. Mm-hmm. And we know that Bynum could play anywhere, so so says him. Yeah, so if we get Bynum, <laughs> Bynum and uh, Peck up front, uh, Williams, since he'll be better, cover what Love's doing. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's the thing. If Williams blew up, then you never know. That could be insurance if yeah. he were to blow up. Because right now, yeah, that's the thing. As much as it sounds like they want to trade Williams and use him as a quote-unquote chip, his, the market is lower. They, they just don't seem to see any value in him right now, so I th- in a lot of ways, the trading of Derek Williams could be a disaster right now, because what if he does still turn out to be a really good player? Yeah, but I think with what uh, Love's saying, we probably can't now. Yeah. For insurance. Yep, because if he does blow up, or maybe not blow up, but that might be a little bit too strong, but if he does uh, show some definite signs of improvement, and... Uh, yeah, maybe you never know. He could be at least some type of insurance to say, hey, you know, if we have to trade Kevin, at least we have, or, yeah, Kevin, at least we have Derek. So the possibility does slightly exist. And, no, we're not saying we're on the verge of trading Kevin Love. We're not asking him to be traded. He's the one kind of stirring the pot here a little bit too much right now. I hope he, hopefully this blows over and we can move on to bigger and better things with the Wolves. I really hope so. <sighs> but we'll see. Yeah, because, I mean, Derek Williams obviously selling. We're selling low. I mean, if we got the number two pick for him, that's not selling low. That's, at minimum, breaking even. And if that uh, Beal guy at shooting guard were to blow up, then we'd be coming way ahead. <laughs> but we'll never know. Well, actually, yeah, we'll never know in the end because that didn't happen. Just didn't happen. Maybe Beal will blow up, and he didn't even go number two overall, which is funny. Oh boy, it's a very yeah. I mean this this is a very uh, it's a very easy show to do, isn't it? Because there's so much material. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much material. We could we could do on for like three hours here easily, couldn't we? Well, maybe we'd probably run out of energy eventually, but eventually, but um, maybe I shouldn't say that. Okay, we, we could go on for five hours and then run out of energy, not three. But, uh, mm-mm-mm. it's going to be, uh, it's really, you know, this is a, this is a novel. We're only, we're only on chapter two right now. We're only on chapter two. We've got about eight more chapters here. <laughs> when it comes to how this off season and the future off seasons, you know, within the next two to three years pan out, because yeah, it's going to get. Next two or three days, will give us a big. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're almost yeah. at the eleventh. We'll give us a hint of what's going to happen. Yeah, because the eleventh is Wednesday. Yeah, 
that's when the, the window really opens. Like, the negotiation starts on the 1st, then the true window opens on the 11th. The offer sheet will probably be signed on Wednesday. Hopefully. Hopefully. And then the Blazers will have until Saturday to match for Nicholas Batum. Yes. Oh, boy. So, uh, with that, yeah. looks like, I don't know if there's any way, I'm not, sure, not so sure about that place, but getting Batum and Iguodala. You want Iguodala? Let's look at you. Oh, because uh, if he's, I think that's, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'm I don't think we can do it. Do no. It. I don't think we can do it. I think the space would be, obviously, too small and too similar, you know, small forward, small forward. That's a lot. Of, that would be a lot of money for two guys that play the same spot. I don't know if uh, Iguodala is expensive. Yeah, for force Iguodala to play a shooting guard. Oh, there's that too. Yeah, yeah. How we tend to do it. There's that too. But I mean, yeah, we keep doing that. That's the thing. And then if they're playing out of position, you don't get your your value. Yes. Well, defensively, no. defensively, it'll work. Defensively, it'd be it'll kick be ass. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be kick ass defense. That'd be the good part. We could use a little kick-ass defense yeah. around here. Yeah. <laughs> Batum's defense is okay, but not great. Yeah. That's the thing. It's He might be like an athletic Wally Zerbiak, really, when you think about it, in, in, in his own way, where his defense isn't that great, but his athleticism is. Batum. Batum, Batum, Batum. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you like that, huh? He's a... He's a I mean, you keep hearing his name getting brought up, then that, that whole, uh, supposedly he was one of the guys we were trying, oh yeah, obviously he was one of the guys we were trying to get when we wound up with uh, Martel. We keep hearing Martel's name getting in the same sentence as Igudala and Batum. Like, think about that. Andre Igudala offered to the Wolves for Martel Webster, and we turned him down because yeah. we didn't want the contract. Ugh, disgusting, isn't it? And then Webster was a disaster, and then supposedly it was, you know, Batum. We, we were trying to get Batum, and the Blazer says, no, Webster, and all that. And then, of course, we find out why, because Webster had a bad back all along, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Wolves get all pissed off, try to file a grievance. Yeah, one of those deals. Luckily, Babbitt hasn't blown up yet, though he did have a pretty good game against us. He was, he was another guy who <laughs> Babbitt, uh, actually you know? wants to see what he would do. Babbitt, yeah, the sharpshooter that we got for uh, Webster, or we, yeah, drafted and traded yeah. for Webster. Yep. In the end, I think it's probably a push because Webster's, well, yeah, Webster stinks, and Babbitt pretty much never saw the floor much until uh, all of a sudden he did play in one of the games against us and actually shot really good. Funny. <laughs> we'll see how that winds up. Yeah, but I think uh, Mayo or Lee, uh, they will come. I mean, any. Any shooting guard would want to come here. It's like, okay, you're a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will start, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Lee, Mayo, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they don't could worry start. about it. Rory might get a couple minutes here and there, but mm-hmm. you're the starter. Yeah, it's Rory's not going to get 35 minutes, so no. unless it's game seven of the finals, maybe, and he's playing out of his mind. Yeah. Then he'll play 35 because he wants that ring, you know? Yeah, he's playing the hot hand. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. It would have to be a game seven, like, we're going to win this thing, dang it, you know? Yeah, keep him in the game. Mm-hmm. Seven of five, or excuse me, five of seven for three-point range or something at the time. Like, yep, here we go. No, let him hoist those threes up like Ray Allen in the 08 finals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray Allen. Oh. 
Joey, why'd you have to bring that up? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Uh, yep, feeling the heat. Or, yes, the heat's feeling him, I guess. He's heating up, Marcus. He's heating up. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. With that, though, we are going to look to to close this show. It's been a very, very good one. Uh, yeah, actually a little bit longer than I initially expected, but it's, hey, it's about as long as we've been doing them lately anyway, so it's okay. There's there's so much to talk about. It probably would have been shorter if the Kevin Love thing didn't like just come up just now, pretty much. And, of course, we added in the, uh, yeah, the amazing, amazing Brandon Rush uh, rumor. Oh, my goodness. Brandon Rush. The Rush is on. Yes. Oh, the Rush is on. And the heat is on for Rayon, like I was already saying. Okay, enough of that. Uh, Timberwolves Explosion, <laughs> once again, available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Always appreciate your listenership. We would appreciate also if you would join the message boards on the sportstuff.com. Do click on the button that says TSS Boards. That's right, TSS Boards. Just get a simple screen name, get on there, start posting in the NBA section, talk basketball with some great people. Rusty and PMAC, notably, they do a show called The Crossover Podcast. They just released a show just the other day. Very, very cool show talking about the offseason as well. So, yeah, we're not rivals. We're friends. We're all on the sportstuff.com. Uh, they're the other basketball duo. They cover the New Jersey Nets. Uh, excuse me, Brooklyn Nets. Never going to get that right. <laughs> and the New York Knicks. We, of course, cover the Timberwolves here, as you know. Two great duos on the sportstuff.com that talk basketball. The more the merrier. Do check it out. Uh, yes. So, with that, uh, otherwise, Timberwolves Explosion. We got. Twitter.com forward slash Wolves Explosion. And then on uh, the Facebook group, i got to stop saying ah, by the way. The Facebook page. Go on Facebook, go into the search bar, type in Timberwolves Explosion, and then click on the one that says company, not group. Company, not group. <laughs> the phone line is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Simply uh, call in via your cell phone, your Skype account, whatever it is. It's actually a Skype number, so as mentioned, do treat it as a voicemail, which means, mention which show you're calling in for, which is Timberwolves Explosion. Shout out, question, comment, whatever it is. We want some callers into this show. Please. Please, somebody call in. We're dying over here. Call in to us. Talk to us. And of course, the Facebook page and Twitter accounts are other ways to get in contact with us on or off air. Very, very cool stuff indeed. It has been a good one, Mr. Forecaster. It has been a good one. It has. It has. And there, there is some optimism with the Wolves. There's just, but there's also a little bit of. We got to take our Zantac sometimes. A little heartburn. Yeah, but there's a lot to talk about. There's always a lot to talk about, isn't there? Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun. Sometimes it's gonna be more every day. Huh? It's gonna be more to talk about every day. That's the good part. We, yeah, there's a good chance we're gonna be back on here fairly soon. I think. Especially the Batum stuff and all that. I mean, there, yeah, there's going to be more coming. But at least we have Brandon Roy in the mix. That's cool. Bunninger, Bunninger, excuse me, could... We'll see. I mean, I don't think he's going to necessarily blow up, but he, maybe he'll be better than than we initially thought. We'll see. He's wearing number 10. A little bit of Wally magic. Yes. So, we'll see. I mean, I, I hope Bunninger ends up being better than we thought. We'll, we'll see. As of right now, he's in 9 to 10 points a game... 
good shooter with a little teeny bit of athleticism. We'll see. And yes, he's he's with Adelman, not Mikhail. There you go. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. So, uh, like I said, we might be back fairly soon with some more stuff to talk about. Until then, do take care. Mm-hmm.